Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. See, senor. Dimly lit room where? Deep within the bowels of what? The communications compound of the Armstrong and Getty Show. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Spies among us. Spies among us. Oh, that's exciting. Notable story about a Cuban spy. A real, uh, you know, a suspense novel yarn. And dozens and dozens of Chinese nationals coming across the border. Our open, open border. Do you think none of those are intelligence agents? They're all just hard-working, plucky Chinese people who walked in because they like Merck. Right. I got the latest numbers on that. I was going to hit us with. Maybe I'll do that early. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good one. So, Spies Among Us is our general manager today. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Let's root them out. Big finish here. Come on. One thing to mention real quick, we got a debate tomorrow night. Did you know that? Yep. <sighs> who's who's hankering for that? But uh, here's good, who's going to be on the stage. It's official now. DeSantis, Haley, Vivek, and Chris Christie. Oh, who the National Review did a big story on. He needs to get out, and he should. He clearly does. Chris, you already got your cable news gig, all right? Can somebody please announce that he's hired for a major cable news gig? But anyway, those are your four that are going to be uh, on the stage for the debate tomorrow night. And um, uh, it'll be interesting to see what gets higher ratings. That? I don't know what channel it's on. Is that on? What channel is that on? Because Trump or a test pattern. <laughs> it's on News Nation. Do I know how to find that? I'm going to have to look into finding that on my cable well, package can... or satellite dish. You might have to stream it. 
via uh, a web browser. I'll figure out where to find that. Because on Fox, Sean Hannity's got a town hall with Trump, and that could get bigger ratings. In fact, I would almost guarantee it will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think I mentioned this the other day. I saw a clip of Nikki Haley saying, there's another debate next week. God help us. <laughs> I figure if that's her attitude, mine's not much better. So she's not even excited about it. By the way, the real clear politics average going into the debate. Now, these are national numbers, and that's not the way we pick people. It's state by state. But the the average of the polls, this is not an outlier. This is the average of the national polls. Trump is at 61 one guy in a crowded field has 61 percent then you go to desantis at 13 haley at 10 everybody else added together doesn't get to half and he's got 61 percent well that that would make sense mathematically but um but but it's astounding that you have a whole bunch of other people and they can't get to half so what's that i'm not good at math about an eight point lead (laughs) eight to ten point lead 61 to 13 Oh, anyway, might as well round up to 50, 50 point lead. Right. If you're one of these other candidates, aren't you thinking at this point, why am I doing this? Why am I going through all this? Well, your advisor would tell you what Joe always says. Look, there's a you're the contingency candidate. The guy's got like 91 and, you know, charges against him and 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 he's 77 and eats McDonald's. So there's a chance. Something that old and indicted. There's no way to go through life, son. I mean, the by far most likely thing is he's the he's the nominee, which is why there's this weird. It does all. Well, I don't know if it's weird. It's it's planned all at the same time. The Post had a giant one over the weekend. Now the New York Times has got a big one. Trump will be a dictator. Liz Cheney is out saying he won't leave office if we elect him, and we'll never have another president. So there's a coordinated from somewhere. Everybody decided, let's go with the Trump will be a dictator thing in a 72-hour period. For the benefit of Republican primary voters? I guess. I don't know. I mean, mean, because you wouldn't, like, spend all your your panic capital, if you will, uh, 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 for the general election right now. That would be nonsensical. (laughs) Your panic capital. Um, I don't know. And do you think the Washington Post, New York Times, and Liz Cheney have any effect on Republican primary voters? Not really, no. I mean, no. come on. Yeah, so who, who, uh, how are they spending their panic capital? That's a good question. It's all so odd. But back to the thing you mentioned, spies among us. So here are the latest numbers from the border. Uh, Bill Malusian tweeting out last night from Lukeville, Arizona, which has become the epicenter of the border crisis. That's kind of the way it works. Like a place will be where everybody's flowing across, then we'll kind of beef up security and media coverage, stuff like that. Then a different little spot somewhere on the border becomes the focus, and everybody. Yeah, old, old, utterly useless, dishonest Bayorkas will say, hey, they're getting too much good footage there at Eagle Pass. Let's uh, beef up there. The border It'll is take them a few days to get to the, uh, you know, the, 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 the town in Arizona. The border is secure. The border is secure. If that's not the four Pinocchio lie of the year, I don't know what is. Or the decade, maybe. Of all time. Possibly the century. Could anything be less true? Possibly the century, depending on how things turn out with the spies among us and some of the people that have crossed the border. Anyway, this little area, Lukeville, Arizona, the area sees thousands of illegal crossings daily. Like, if you, for some reason, have thought this story has changed in any way since the last time anybody was paying attention to it a couple months ago. Uh, just saw a record-setting 
17,500 illegal crossings last week alone at the Tucson sector. 17,500 last week alone, that one sector. Continue, people continue from all over the world, including China, as you said, and uh, and Middle East, various countries in the Middle East. People continue to flow into the country, m- many of them just disappearing into the country. Nobody has any idea. And, 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 and we aren't doing anything about it. It's one of the most astounding things in the history of the planet. Jim Desmond, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show and uh, Assemblyman, or he represents the the San Diego area in the California Assembly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, he's a county supervisor, come to think of it. But anyway, uh, he wrote a great piece for the California Globe outlining the utter chaos uh, of uh, the immigration scene locally for San Diego with the shelters and the nonprofits and the people on the streets and how it's utterly unsustainable. It's miserable. Well, as he says, it's unsafe, inhumane, overwhelmed, and at best chaotic and broken. And he's making the point, like so many have, that look, this is a federal matter. Why is San Diego now spending itself into oblivion? And, you know, the mayors of many other cities would make a a similar argument when this is entirely a federal matter. In fact, the Supreme Court ruled that, no, you states, you can't do anything about it. We're not going to let you. This is a miserable, miserable failure. And back to the spy thing. I'm picturing, you know, it's the Politburo in Beijing and Xi Jinping is sitting there looking all Winnie the Pooh and a couple of his advisors are saying, all right, now, what we must do is we must pick our best intelligence agents. Put them in a container ship. Now, they'll have to be uh, fed oxygen and food, but hidden away carefully. And another uh, advisor says, shut up. Have them walk in, you moron. Send them to Mexico City. Take them on a bus to the border and have them walk in and say, hey, I'm Chinese and I'm here. China. Thank you, sir. Maybe it is time for Trump. I hope it doesn't happen, but if there's a major terrorist attack and then we have to go through the whole, why didn't we connect the dots BS over an open border for a couple of years? That'll be frustrating. Well, while Islamic terrorism is uh, absolutely an issue still, um, uh, I'm more concerned about when uh, the ugly meter uh, goes significantly higher between us and China. They have so many well-placed assets in this country. We see power grids go down. We see cell phones disconnected. We see God knows what sort of mayhem. Yeah. It's frustrating. We should start the show officially, and uh, it's got uh, a heck of a clip. It'll start a little, spark a little uh, discussion itself. <sighs> There's another Dancing with the Stars going on. This is this is like season forty six or something. I just was looking up at the TV. Yeah, there are fifteen seasons a year. They were on D list stars years ago. <clears throat> oh yeah, I just oh. saw the list of people and I didn't recognize any of the names. Now I realize I'm kind of unplugged from pop culture, but. You got to put stars in quote <laughs> quotes. Yeah, well, that's creative license, definitely. Everybody's a star in their own way, Jack. Maybe that's what they're thinking. <laughs> Dancing with the uh, Hollywood good-looking wannabes. Maybe <laughs> dancing with people. <laughs> Dancing. You just like dancing shows. <laughs> right, dancing. <laughs> Let's call it dancing from here on out. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. How did it get to be Tuesday, December 5th, the year 2023? We are taking up arms against the sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. To summarize the previous discussion, how can a country with so many smart people be so stupid? 
Well, that's politics. All right, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regulations, leaping into action at Mark. U.S. officials, I think, are near a, a breaking point, but not there yet. That is a man is plugged into the D.C. security community as uh, any reporter in the world. David Ignatius of the Washington Post saying U.S. officials are close to a breaking point with Israel, which would be pretty historic. I have been assuming all along that some of the uh, protestations about Israel must do this and that, and they must be cautious about this and that. I assume that was mostly PR. But I'm beginning to think that um, the uh, desperate to make a deal with Iran, being tough on Israel thing is, is, is real. I don't think the Biden administration is as strenuously loyal to Israel. One of our uh, favorite correspondents made the point quite eloquently. It'll feature in Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Cool. Now we got a lot to talk about. There's some grim stuff yesterday at the U.N., but it ought to be talked about. But holy crap. Grim as anything on planet Earth has ever been. Uh, so isn't that something to look forward to? But uh, Wow. Um, lots on the way. Here's our text line. 415-295-KFTC. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Heaviest nights of bombing yet in Gaza from the Israelis in southern Gaza now. And the ground invasion that had been expected since October 8th looks like has begun. And we'll talk to one of our military experts about that a little bit later. And, Al, in the Wall Street Journal story out today, 
that the IDF is considering flooding the tunnels with Mediterranean seawater and everything that would go with that. Yeah, we had an emailer bring that up the other day, and I thought, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Apparently not. Apparently not. Uh, Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. I'm going to begin our series with Leonardo da Vinci. Awesome. I grew up with uh, da Vinci's famous self-portrait on the wall of our house at home. My parents picked up a really nice print of it when we lived in Italy, and so da Vinci looked down upon me growing up. I don't know what that means. I mean Probably to nothing. I mean to read or listen to the Isaacson biography about him. I'll do that someday. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm a little disorganized here. Please forgive me. Let me take a look at that picture. Yeah, okay. That's the one. Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Learning never exhausts the mind. Living never exhausts the mind. Learning. Learning. Never, learning. Okay. learning. Learning to live and living to learn. Never exhausts the living. Learning never exhausts the mind. So what does that mean? I don't know exactly. Because <laughs> okay, I was thinking okay. about it. Uh, well, uh, learning stimulates the mind, no doubt. And the mind grows from it and gets more energy. But there are days I'm like, I can't learn another damn thing. I'm exhausted. So I'd, ha- I'd like to ask him, but he's been dead for hundreds of years. But I'm trying to get my kids to catch on to this. And I don't know how well it's working. But like, I, 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 I just, I, there's a million things every single day that I would like to explore more and learn more about. Oh yeah, yeah, I hear you. And with the, I you know, you. with the, with the old internet and YouTube, you have the opportunity to do it wherever you are. Speaking of the internet, mailbag. Woo-hoo! Send us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, a couple of thoughts in the arrest of Felicity Huffman, the actress chick who bribed her kids' way into college. Matt in Honolulu writes, I know it's different agents in different cities and a blah, 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 but the fact that they went in full hog for a B-list actress while they couldn't care less about Larry Nasser raping 100 teenage girls oh. is effing appalling. Oh, perfect example. Perfect uh, example. My understanding was that was some sort of jurisdictional stupidity, but tell you what, if you find out that's going on, you, you, you hang in there until you figure out the jurisdictional stuff. Anyway, then we got this, Mike from Carmichael, who's retired law enforcement. Uh, He said, uh, oh, Uh, being retired law enforcement from a larger Northern California Police Department and hearing her comments about uh, the morning of the arrest and how the brown and black community are used to that treatment. I can tell you that those like her are disconnected from reality and they'll scream about any officer having a weapon out as being offensive and scary. You're right. The field office could have easily set up an appointment with the family's attorney. But not really recalling the time frame. Uh, perhaps the FBI were more worried about the optics. Oh, no, here's the part I really liked. Um, some supervisor felt there was a need for a physical arrest. There might have been documents inside the home, and officers didn't want the parents to destroy it. Destroy them. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Yes, there are bigger crimes for that agency to handle, but as we've seen in the last several years, the tail wags the dog. So, a number of different possibilities. Uh, JT and Livermore. Uh, From early October, I warned how Biden's outward-facing claims of support for Israel was a facade. I reminded you and the listeners that Blinken was immediately calling for a ceasefire before the body count had even been totaled, and that Biden has a political 
state of sexual readiness for Iran in some kind of mixed-up belief that Iran doesn't despise America and everything it stands for. Here we are in the beginning of December, and Biden, Blinken, et al. are essentially speaking Hamas propaganda by implying that Israel is not complying with quote-unquote international law and urging Israel to spare civilians in war against Hamas. Uh, even in the AP article, they speak of the, about the Biden administration shifting rhetoric on the war. I want to play that Secretary of Defense Austin clip again later and discuss it. I thought of something yesterday that intrigued okay. me. Okay, and we've got a new one that's fairly okay. similar, I think. Okay. And, and not to steal that thunder, but he also points out that it seems nearly unanimous that Biden's response to being attacked by Iranian proxies is pathetic to the point of inviting attacks. When is the first military leader under Biden going to res- resign in protest for failing to protect American troops in harm's way by pushing back against the dozens of attacks? I don't know if that sort of courage uh, exists these days. Um, and we don't have time to pay this off. I will uh, describe it. We will pay it off in a little while. Best chat GPT thread ever. Ken was a little uh, tipsy after Monday Night Football. <laughs> And he had ChatGPT combine all of the biggest HBO characters into a Game of Thrones series. And it is hilarious. From the Sopranos to Easy Company, from Band of Brothers, all in a drama together. (laughs) Interesting. I want to hear that. Man, that was some Monday Night Football game for a lot of reasons. Uh, We got lots to talk about today, no doubt about it. You want a segment? Any segment? You can get it in the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this story just broke yesterday, I think. 
this uh, spy we had here in the United States working for the Cubans. It was in our State Department at various times at very high levels. And they're describing it as one of the most significant infiltrations of the U.S. government in U.S. history. Holy cow. He's working for the commie Cubans for 40 years. And had met with uh, Cuban officials as recently as 2017, going back to 1981. Wow. And uh, got a bunch of details we can fill in. Here's an ABC report on the story. Victor Manuel Rocha rose to the ranks of the State Department before becoming the U.S. ambassador to Bolivia. He also held a highly sensitive position on the National Security Council. But the Attorney General says at least since 1981, Rocha was really working for Fidel Castro's Cuba. Last year, the FBI became suspicious of Rocha and sent an undercover agent posing as a Cuban intelligence officer to make contact. Rocha allegedly quickly confiding in the agent that his entire diplomatic career was at the direction of Cuba. The FBI saying Rocha, now 73, called the U.S. the enemy, bragging to the agent, what we have done, it's enormous, more than a grand slam. It was decades. In a November meeting, which is pretty, you know, uh, recently, it is just now December, uh, with an undercover agent... Rocha said that he had been instructed by Cuba's spy agency to lead a normal life in the United States all this time, and he had created a persona of a right-wing person to keep his work as a mole from being uncovered. The entire time, he portrayed himself as a man of the right, and uh, according to people who knew him and, and believed his thing, he, he had gotten more Trumpy and Trumpy over recent years, but it was all an wow. act. Wow. Um, but he spilled his guts completely to this undercover agent for whatever reason and Hanson and I were just speculating if it was a you know if you have a secret for 40 years maybe at some point you just burst or because he's so old now he's in his 70s you know maybe that played a role he just you know somebody came along and befriended him and all of a sudden oh yeah I can tell you stories oh 1983 you know he's I've been spying for the communists for decades oh yeah here's how I did it yeah, yeah that's a, it seems odd that he would say that to anyone ever. 73 years old, 40 years of spying on behalf of the communist government in Havana because he wanted to, quote, strengthen the revolution. In that amount of time, you weren't able to catch on that the whole revolution is a bunch of crap? I mean, come on. Really? You Boy, still that's feel- just stunning. Was he paying any attention at all? Uh, he had a series of roles at the State Department over 40 years under Presidents Bill Clinton and George W. Bush, including a stint as the ambassador to Bolivia from 2000 to 2002. He's a native of Columbia, grew up in New York, and has been doing this for a very, very long time. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I want to read the actual quote from Merrick Garland, our AG. This action exposes one of the highest reaching and longest lasting infiltrations of the U.S. government by any foreign agent. He had sought out employment with the U.S. government with providing with access to non-public information, the ability to affect U.S. foreign policy. He got in and then just rose up through the ranks. Wow. You know, I was wondering how high level it was, but uh, according to Merrick Garland, plenty high. Uh, John D. Feely, former career diplomat who worked alongside Rocha decades ago, and this has to be embarrassing for him. Wouldn't it be weird to find out somebody you worked with for years was like a complete phony working for the communists? And you never suspected it for a second? Yeah, that'd be troubling. Anyway, he said it was uh, among the worst intelligence breaches in recent history. 
because of the fact that Cuba is so tightly tied in with Russia, obviously. He literally had the keys to the kingdom, said Mr. Feely, who worked with him. Um, if he had, if anything, if there was anything to do with Cuba, he got to see it. And then obviously Cuba got to see it. Russia got to see it. Wow. Wow. Um, so we going to hang this guy or what? Boy, that's a good question. Let's hang him. I don't, I don't care it, how old he is. I don't think it says any of that. I, I don't mean like me and you. I mean, just <laughs> as a country. Let's, uh, you know, try him, let's, obviously. Let's we have to, a system of, of, of a trial by jury, et cetera. Let's yeah. you and I go to Home Depot, get a rope and a stool, no, and no, drive no, to Washington, D.C., and say no, we'd like to no. see Mr. Rocha, please. Again, trying to clarify, indeed, our justice system <laughs> should handle that. Um, he broke down in tears and watched wordlessly as his family left the courtroom during his initial appearance at the federal courthouse in Miami on Monday. Kind of surprising. A prosecutor, who, commie? But that's kind Enjoy of, the rope. You've been a, a, a communist spy for forty years. You believe the United States is the enemy, and you get caught and you're crying. That seems odd. It may, maybe, maybe it is an elderly thing. Maybe that's why he started talking to the, uh, the, the the fake friend who was a was a uh, you know spy for the United States. Um, because you you, you got to be stronger than that to pull off being a, a, a living a fake life for forty years. That would take way more something that most of us don't have than, than I think you realize. Because you'd have to lie to everyone your whole Wait. life. Every interaction of your life would be a lie. It wouldn't be easy to keep that up. No, no. Obviously, you have to have a quote unquote talent for it. But you know, I could see him crying, realizing I will never be with my family again. Because he will not be released pending trial. Who, who he was probably lying to all these years about what he was doing? Well, that doesn't mean he didn't love them. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird relationship. I mean, do they go to Fourth of July parades and sit around and watch presidential debates and talk about the news and the whole time he's working against this country? Like, how do you live in the United States for 40 years and not at some point think... You know, this seems like a pretty good place. You know, people can get ahead, work hard, get ahead. Uh, the government's not throwing people in jail randomly and blah, blah, blah. Michael Savage once said famously, liberalism is a mental disorder. Communism certainly is. Belief in communism. You've got to have something wrong with your brain. A prosecutor indicated that more charges might soon be presented to a grand jury and that the magistrate in the case scheduled a detention, blah, 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 blah. His mournful demeanor contrasted with the garrulous, charming, and dapper diplomat that former colleagues remember and the steely, double-dealing operator portrayed in the government's filings. The complaint did not delve into details of how Mr. Rocha might have influenced American policy, which we probably will never will hear for a variety of reasons. Uh, 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 might not be something we need to hear and embarrassment. Or and what, what major initiatives and, and, and plots and plans were foiled by the commies because they knew in advance. All right. Could have been incredibly important stuff. Yeah, he had met three times with an undercover FBI agent in the last year. Uh, pretending to be a representative of Cuba's spy agency, but um, Rocha met with Cuban officials as recently as 2017. So they know he was working for Cuba for at least 81 to 2017, but maybe up until just, you know, now, roughly. Hmm. Um, and again, several times during those meetings, Rocha spoke of working in that agency's interest, and he referred to the United States as the enemy, according to the affidavit that was filed yesterday. He was quoted as saying that what we have done was enormous and more than a grand slam, though the affidavit did not, did not specify what he was referring to. Man, that's troubling. He embraced socialism as youth, according to friends, but shifted to an anti-Havana conservative at the behest of his handlers over the years, 
Possibly federal authorities suggested to avoid suspicion that he was sympathetic to their to his their cause. Sure. Again, yeah. well, I guess we got plenty of socialist college students in the United States, and they look around and see an awful country that needs to be entirely overthrown. So I guess he I could feel that way, too. Crap about the revolution and the workers of the world and all the rest of that. It's, it's you people. It's like, you know, sticking your finger in a pencil sharpener over and over again and expecting a different result. How many times is enough for you? You got one finger left. I suggest you don't. Oh, there he goes. That's people trying communism. Oy. So the fact that he he said, uh, you know, it was a grand slam. Those are his words. That's a little troubling. What information did he get to Russia that he had access to? Well, you might have just meant the totalitarian, the to, hmm, the completeness of his career, <laughs> totality of his career. Um, but uh, greater than a grand slam is uh, pretty high ranking. Yeah. A quick word from our friends at Simply Safe. Speaking of the FBI, did you know that according to FBI data, break-ins and property thefts spike this time of year? It's because the scumbags love taking advantage of people traveling for the holidays, and that's why Simply Safe Home Security is offering a holiday deal of up to 50% off on any new system. Stay safe this season. Comprehensive protection for the whole home with advanced sensors that not only detect break-ins, but fires, floods, other threats as well. And the new 24-7 live guard protection and the smart alarm wireless indoor camera. Monitoring agents can actually see and speak to intruders. That's awesome. Yep, it helps stop crime in real time. Powerful technology exclusively from Simply Safe. Satisfaction is backed by Simply Safe's money back guarantee. Try it uh, for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, return it for a full refund. This holiday season, we really recommend protecting your home and family with Simply Safe for a limited time. Save up to 50% on any new system with a fast protect plan. Visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Again, simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Before we get to the headlines with Katie, the news lady, I just saw this clip of Mick Jagger and Taylor Swift on stage singing Can't Get No Satisfaction, um, which I need like a hole in the head, but maybe y'all need it. I don't need to hear that song ever again, and I don't need those two singing it at this point. But, um, uh, but you know, that's delightful. Uh, was that Taylor showing up to a Rolling Stones concert or Mick Jagger showing up to a Taylor Swift concert? Do you know? Uh, uh um, I don't think the Stones are touring right now. Well, I don't think Taylor is. So what were they doing on stage singing Satisfaction? Well, why, wasn't she uh, doing her South American thing? And right, that, is that well, continuing? Did he what, show up in Bolivia? Are you seriously asking me about it? I don't know. You're right. It's an intriguing question. <laughs> anyway, I was actually uh, leading to this with Mick Jagger, which I thought Boy, was Boy, Taylor, if you can't get any satisfaction, call me at home any hour of the day. I'll do what I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it the old college try. <laughs> but Mick Jagger, this is a quote from him, the big-lipped rock and roll star. Is everybody familiar with him? You don't need um, to explain who Mick Jagger is. He said, we've been slammed and smacked and twittered a lot by the anti-Israel side. All I can say is anything worth doing is worth overdoing. So we decided to add a concert in Israel. Oh, wow. Stones are going to play in Israel in support of the Israelis, I guess. Wow, interesting. Old white cis men, of course, are on the side of Israel. Oh, well, well played. Incredibly annoying, but well played. Oh, as long as I mention this, this comes from Ken, who had a couple of pops watching Monday Night Football. And he says, when I got home, I had Chat GPT combine all of the big HBO characters into the Game of Thrones theory, a series, and it is hilarious. 
complete with Captain Winners and Easy Company paratrooping, paratrooping out of a portal to save Winterfell, and The Sopranos with, quote, medieval, medieval weaponry telling Jon Snow, forget about it, we got this. Larry David being killed by a White Walker, and Omar from The Wire slinking around the battlefield with a sawed-off shotgun, teaching the Night King that Omar's coming. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't laughed this hard since watching Old School. <laughs> so he just pre- the best po- he yeah, presented a scenario to chat GPT and then was highly amused by the results. And he said, the best part of it, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. I'm in control of the story. At one point, I added the, the Jaws shark in, but replaced it with Larry David to stick with the HBO theme. Let's see, the Jaws shark or Larry David? <laughs> hmm. And then he sent some examples. They're about what you'd expect uh, Interesting to though. be. The clash of steel echoes through the night as the living and dead collide. Easy company soldiers armed with rifles and bayonets fire in disciplined volleys while stark bannermen swing Valerian steel blades alongside them. It's fairly ridiculous. I'll bet if I was like 25-year-old sitting at night with a drink me, I would have really enjoyed chat GPT when I had more time. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, We got the headlines. Katie Green, the news machine, on the way. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. 
The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Stephen Colbert has extended his late show hiatus for a second week because of a ruptured appendix. I've had plenty of people who had bad appendix situations, and they're like home the next day, going to work. Um, uh, Two weeks, he must have had a rough one. Yeah, it must have. uh, Well, it ruptured, obviously, which is terrible, and then spilled out inside him. Yeesh. Yeesh is right. It's gross. Yeah, my brother had that situation. He laid on the floor for like a day before he was able to get to the hospital. It was quite the story. Anyway, um, we got a heck of a darkly funny text, among other things, on the way. Okay, great, great. Plus, speaking of disease, I was just reading that if, if your coworker starts sniffling and coughing, your immune system responds. It immediately jumps into gear. From hearing that? From hearing that, yeah. Wow. How interesting is that? That's wild. Way to go, immune system. That's what I say. All right, let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Thank you, guys. From the New York Times, Israel's bombardment intensifies as ground forces close in on southern Gaza. As I said, they're calling this among the heaviest shelling, rocket fire. I don't even know what to call it since this whole thing started. And then the ground war going in? Oof. From the Washington Times, Biden turns COVID-19 relief into slush fund for state local spending sprees. Wow, I did not see that. Co- no, that's exactly what we said at the time. <laughs> you got me To the tune of trillions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. From the New York Post, transgender cyclists once again take gold and silver at major female competition. I saw that. Wow, Do you see Riley Gaines, Riley Gaines is offering to pay the female competitors prize money. Yeah, good for I love her. her. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, she's a hero. Yeah, two dudes on the stand uh, for first and second, and then some girl, much smaller, framed girl. A woman, in short. A woman, yes. in, in third place. Yeah. Way to go, fellas. Way to kick those women's asses. Men are better at everything, including being women. Yeah! Yeah! From USA Today. Liz Cheney says she's ready to consider a third party warns of grave threat of Trump-led GOP. Liz, do whatever you want. <laughs> Just quit telling us about it. So how did I'd like to know more about the coordination of this Trump is going to be a dictator thing that happened on three fronts in two days. 
the WAPO, the New York Times, with giant, long, much retweeted uh, opinion pieces. And then Liz Cheney coming out and saying this. It's not an accident, is it? Well, and of course, all that was picked up by the various uh, echo chamber cable yeah. networks, etc. So, yeah, it was it was the topic on the left for a couple of days. From the Wall Street Journal, explosion destroys Arlington House during police search. I don't know this story. So this guy barricaded himself inside of a home. He was firing a flare gun from his front yard like 30 or 40 times. The cops come. And as they're about to go inside the house to get this guy, the entire house exploded. Oh, my. And so they're doing, they're, uh, three officers were injured, but they're expected to be okay. But they're doing an investigation as to how the entire house blew up at that exact moment. Was he some sort of nut job? Ooh, clearly. Yeah. Possible. Uh, from the LA Times. California wants farms to capture methane from cow manure. Neighbors say it's killing them and the plan stinks. How do you capture methane from cows? That What's is not my specialty. Diaper connected to hoses or tubes. I don't An aggressive know. scent. How would you do that? Uh, toilet you, train them. You, Body train them. You would, I think you'd literally have to equip them with some sort of device well, that captures... Yeah. The air. After they poo it out, does it still give off methane? Or is it just the methane directly from their guts? I don't know much about cow pooing. I defer to you. I know a lot about it, actually, but I don't... I don't I've spent a lot of time around cattle. I mean, many, many long days. And I don't remember a lot of flatulence. Uh-huh. SBD. Huh? Maybe. Silent but deadly. <laughs> From page six, Taylor Swift seemingly reveals sweet nickname for Travis Kelsey while cheering him on during the Chiefs-Packers game. Oh, I just threw up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Apparently, it's Trav, everybody. Right. That's nice. Right. It's simple. They love each other. They're young people in love, right, and she Joe. calls him Trav. That's nice. Why did, I, why did so that? Cute. Why did that enter my ear holes? That's what I want to know. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Bill Cosby joins Hamas, so feminists will stop condemning him for rape. Yeah, that is darkly poignant. That is powerful. Yeah, and Bill Cosby joins Hamas, so feminists won't condemn him for committing rape. Yeah, more on that to kick off hour two, as it was a heck of a grim day uh, in some UN circles around that topic. If you missed that segment, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.